0: Welcome to Cognitive Rampage Podcast. Hope you're taking care of you. Hope you're living your Cognitive Rampage. You have to believe in the power of you. Uncomfortable is where the change is. Something to ponder if you think you have an anger problem. Uh, I used to say that a lot. Uh, I've heard it a lot. Uh, and we all tend to say it, right? From time to time, you know, I have an anger problem this month or this year or most of my life. And uh, we can imagine anger as being an emotion. But I like to tell people, uh, for the wow factor, that anger is not real. Uh, that we use it as a defense mechanism. That we peacock, if you will, right? But I tell people, if, let's say you and I, we all standing in a room and there was a rabid-looking pit bull, if you will. I love pit bulls, so don't get me wrong, but there's a pit bull in the room, and we all start to back down on this pit bull, and we put it into a corner. What does it start to do? How does it start to respond? Does it growl? It does, right? It growls at us, right? Is it angry? Is the pit bull angry? No. What is it? The pit bull's scared. Exactly. So it's Fear. It's a fear response that we hear, but we don't associate that with pit bulls or sometimes even sharks or anything, right? We call it intuition or uh, they're just afraid, right? Or they're just afraid as, as you are. Some people will say when they talk about animals, but we don't give that same leeway to ourselves because in a society where men and women are not allowed to be afraid, well, we have to call it something else. And this is what we call anger. Now, anger can be a good emotion as well, right? We can use anger to say, you know, I'm not going to take this anymore. Uh, If you're dealing with things uh, from other people in life or even from yourself, we can use anger as a good emotion to to help us get through things. Uh, But many times when we use that same coping skill uh, in life, uh, it doesn't work out as well. And mind you, we use our coping skills that we learn in our early life victories. We have early life victories uh, of our past, of getting through abusive childhoods, of uh, surviving bad relationships, etc. So we develop our coping skills then. Then we apply them later. And, well, if anger worked back then, it must work now at this, at this point, right? Um, so we try using them uh, in, in a lot of wrong situations. But to tell you what anger really is, Fear? Is that what we think? You see, I have to go further below that because we're human, right? So uh, I would say that you have a hurt problem, not an anger problem. See, if you look at it as kind of a growing scale like this, Uh, the root of most human beings, we want to be loved and accepted, right? And if you deny wanting to be loved and accepted by even just people around you or a social community, you may have an issue. Or you may not. But for the most part, we want to be loved and accepted on a baseline. That's even hard for a lot of people to admit as well. But when we're not loved and accepted, well, that hurts. Well, see, when that hurt happens, just like anything else, we become afraid. So we become afraid once we get hurt. So when a hurt happens, I have to plug my phone in. Imagine that. (laughs) It's dying. Uh, But once we're hurt like that, then we recognize something. So we get hurt, then we become afraid. Well, in that fear, we start to then build expectations, right? We have expectations of that person, this moment uh, to hurt us, right? So in those expectations, we then start making assumptions. Then when we're making assumptions, we start to be resentful. We start to be resentful toward people, to ourselves, to our bosses, our jobs, our parents, our children even, right? And then right, under, right above resentments is anger. That's that use, right? That's that peacocking now, that uh, tool we're going to use, right? Some people fire straight there. They don't even pay attention to any of this. They don't pay attention to the fact that you're a human being. And you can be hurt. And you can be afraid. And that's okay. But our society, the way we are raised many times, it's not okay to be that, right? We can't let people know that they hurt us or they have that power over us, right? So we play hard. And in that hardness, well, we harden our hearts. And then we build resentments toward that person. And then you might end up even hating yourself at one point. And you're responding in this anger mechanism, right? Because it's always worked before. It may be even... Uh, what you were taught at a young age right you may have witnessed that and that become what life was but if you're aware of it you can't use that excuse right because we can change that so if you start addressing what it really is you can really deal with it you see if you're ever with your partner your spouse your kids uh, your parents anybody and you find yourself being angry or feeling anger if you'll notice, anger can creep in, right? All this, all of a sudden, this urgency gets built. You could be sitting on the couch with your partner, nowhere to be, just watching some show or something, just relaxing with nowhere to be. And then the minute... That they brush upon something that's a belief of yours or you brush on a hard belief of theirs and it touches on something that may hurt a little bit or causes a little bit of fear. Well, all of a sudden, you two are on the couch and nobody can finish anybody's sentence. Nobody's listening to anybody. They're just arguing back and forth. This big urgency gets built like you have somewhere to be all of a sudden. Well, when you can slow down and in that moment, ask yourself the question or even ask your partner who you're with when you see that they're angry and simply say, how are you hurt? And what are you afraid of? When you can ask yourself that, then you're dealing with what's real. Now you can really make changes in your life about what you're really facing. Because if you keep saying, I have an anger problem, well, guess what? They're going to send you to anger management classes that teach about some breathing and counting back from fucking 10. That's not going to help you. It may help, all right? It may help in a moment, I'm not gonna hate. Whatever works for you, right? If somersaults work for you, do that. But over the long term, these are, in the moment, urgency coping skills, like taking a minute, walking away, uh, writing it down, right? All the shit a counselor's gonna tell you. But sure, it may work in that urgency, but it's not gonna be resolved. You're gonna keep saying, I'm dealing with an anger problem, or uh, I am angry, right? Then you define yourself as that emotion, which is terrible. But when you can address, how am I hurt? this is what I am hurt, this is why I'm hurt and this is what I'm afraid of. I can tell you this, if your partner in life is worth a damn and you tell them that this is how I'm hurt and this is what I'm afraid of, Well, you may see a different response because you may actually see your partner who wants to come to the rescue. Many times your partner wants to help you, right? Or your parents or even your kid, right? They want to help you. So if you're telling them, hey, I'm hurt and afraid, not, hey, you hurt me and you did this to me, right? Avoid that three-letter word you, right? It becomes accusatory and you're going to get defensive responses. The idea really is to say, hey, I am hurt and I am afraid and give that partner the truth. If you start responding to them with anger, at your first initial response, well, you're not dealing with what's real. And if you continue to believe that you have have an anger problem, well, then you will, because it is what you believe. But when you start to address the hurt, when you start to address what you're really afraid of, and you're open with your partner, with your parents, with your children about what hurts and what you're afraid of, then you can find real solutions, solutions that last, not just breathing backwards and counting backwards from 10 and taking three deep breaths. You know, these are all good tactics in the moment. Don't get me wrong. We can use those tactics when the urgency has taken over, when the urgency of the moment has built up and uh, no one gets to finish a sentence, right? These can be effective. But over the long term, forget the anger management classes, okay? Just stop. Get some self-competence, Get open and honest about, hey, this is how I'm hurt and this is what I'm afraid of. And show this to your kids too, because a lot of times kids don't know how to deal with anger. They just see how anger responses are. And, you know, when you can be transparent also with your children, it's okay because they may want to help, too. And then when they realize that you're human, too, you may actually find a connection. You see, I I say people actually connect in fears. And when you can share fears with people, you become connected. And when you can be humble in front of – including your children, when you can say, hey, I'm a human being, too, you know, um, Sally or – Jake, right, I'm sure no one names their kid Sally anymore, but I don't know, but when you're sitting with them and you can say, hey, this made me afraid. When I saw this, it hurt me, and then it made me afraid. These are things that I think people can more easily find empathy for. I mean, think about it, if somebody walks up to you and tells you, hey, you pissed me off, you made me angry, are you ready to sit down and negotiate? (laughs) Or when they walk up and say, hey, I'm really hurt and I'm really afraid, do you more wanna come to the rescue? I think we do and at least the general you does right for me so I mean I dealt with anger a lot of my life you know I dealt with anger um, in terrible ways uh, I let violence come out I got into drugs for a while I battled addiction uh, I went through a lot of that stuff I mean that's partly why I wrote that book too is for people really sitting on rock bottom in life uh, and how to really pull yourself up from that but you know stop telling yourself you have an anger problem be honest with yourself Uh, Be aware, and when you can be aware of what you're hurt, of what hurts you, and how you're afraid then you can deal with the real issues and not hide behind the emotion of what we like to call anger uh, because we're not supposed to be hurt and afraid, which I'm telling you is irrational. Uh, It's basically the basis. I could argue that fear is almost the drive for everything that we do. We go to work because we don't want to not have money to feed ourselves and our children and have shelter, right? Um, You work out, you do health for certain fears, right? Most of the things that drive us are driven by fear. So how dare we think that the emotion of anger, too, is not driven by hurt and fear, just like that pit bull. Next time you're angry, and next time you find yourself yelling, I want you to think about that pit bull. Or if the person you're with starts yelling or is angry, I want you to try to empathize first you know my mama taught me that um, only through empathy can you find indifference to find apathy and I'm finding that to be true in my life is people that have hurt us our only way to really face that is through an empathetic window is when you can find empathy toward our harmer as I write in the book finding empathy toward your harmer will lead you to indifference and apathy that's the only road that I have found and do that with yourself So when you find yourself being angry or the person you're with is being angry and yelling, maybe not be so defensive, right? Think about that pit bull. Think about what you really look like. You look like the scared pit bull who's backed into a corner and doesn't know what to do except growl and snap at people. And truly, maybe all that person needs is some empathy, some love, and an ear to hear what hurts and what they're afraid of. That's how we can help each other. That's how you can help your kids, your partners, your parents, uh, is being open that way, being empathetic that way, um, and being vulnerable. That's how we connect. That's how you deal with your hurt problem, not your anger problem. Love uh, you. Love you. Again, uh, September 23rd, um, the... Uh, Cognitive Rampage Workshop, Moving Beyond Life Transitions. Uh, it's September 23rd, Saturday. It's in Orlando. Uh, it goes from 9, a, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, if you're a member of the Tribe of Change, you got a special link on the Tribe of Change wall with a password. Uh, you get $100 off the pre-purchase ticket anyway. I'm doing a YouTube pay-per-view as well. Uh, sign up for that. Uh, And I I hope to see you. It's literally going to be a rampage in person where uh, we're going to go through applying the cognitive rampage in your life and how you can apply that scientific framework and move beyond any of life transitions, Uh, be that divorce, anger, uh, depression, abuse, trauma, hashtag your past, right? Moving beyond that uh, and how you can change your own life. Uh, not my way. It's not me standing up front telling you here's the secret three ways to change your life. Uh, It's taking a scientific base framework built from all of the paradigms, from behavioral, from cognitive to environmentalist to biologist and uh, all of those influences and giving you a scientific framework that you then build custom with your beliefs so you assimilate it faster, not just me telling you what to do or how it is. Uh, But yeah, Sign up for that. Find the link. Hope to see y'all soon. And uh, remember, you don't have an anger problem. You have a hurt and fear problem. Love you.